So I've got four main core values. And the first one is health, which I think is no surprise. The second is connection. So that's not only connecting to other people, but also having a deep connection to myself. The third one is family. Obviously having my new little boy, my little family unit. And the fourth one is evolution. Yeah, I think that's part of being a human. We always are striving for the future. I think it's almost hardwired in us to want to evolve. Welcome to Conversations with Soul, a podcast with the intention to bring you back home to yourself. These heart-to-hearts are hosted by Miri and Liz, the co-owners of Soul Cleanse, a holistic health offering specializing in organic juice and whole food cleanse programs, plus so much more. With our guests, we will be diving into conversations about holistic health, spirituality, emotions, relationships, sustainability, plus other juicy topics that light us up. Welcome to episode one of Conversations with Soul. My name is Larissa. And I'm Miriam. We of Soul Cleanse and we are an organic cleanse offering with our main kitchen on the Gold Coast and we also have a kitchen in Sydney and we specialise in organic juice cleanses and whole food cleanses, juice packs, holistic rituals, lots of beautiful things that help people to heal. We're so excited to be finally bringing you this podcast. It's been something that's been hot on the hearts of myself and Larissa for years. Mm -hmm. And so it's really exciting and also a little scary to be here today. So we're recording our very first episode. Um, We thought we'd share with you a little bit about our intention for the podcast and also a little bit about ourselves since we stay pretty hidden behind soul plans so this is your chance to meet us a little bit more before we get in how are you feeling I'm feeling nervous (laughs) (laughs) how are you feeling I'm feeling nervous but a lot less nervous than I was expecting leading up to doing this podcast I was getting in my head a little bit but I feel pretty calm Mm. now yay so I guess yeah the intention for our podcast We've been working with Soul Cleanse for about 10 years and a lot of it has been us sort of hiding and putting forth, you know, our gifts to the world but really not sharing or expressing very much of ourselves. So we thought a podcast would be a wonderful way for us to be able to and really share our voices and our interests and share more of ourselves so you know the people behind Soul Cleanse when you do a cleanse. I think it's also going to be a really beautiful outlet for us to share a lot of our passions. Yes. We have amazing conversations all the time about so many things, life, healing modalities, what's lighting us up, what we're doing with our health. We have an amazing nutritionist on our team that we want to share some conversations with and yeah, we have so many conversations. We're like, that would be such a good podcast. Mm. So we finally bit the bullet and here we are. Yeah, and I guess this, we're always constantly learning and exploring new topics. So we just wanted to be able to enlighten you guys with a little bit more about what's, and what's making us feel excited and the things that we feel really valuable to be considered and, and maybe implemented in your life as well. Yep. Yeah. 
So I guess another intention, you know, the the overarching theme for this podcast that we've talked about, and I guess for Soul Cleanse in general, is that journey back to yourself and back to your heart, um, and just really back to the the true essence of you. Mm. So conversations with soul, I suppose our intention is that to have conversations that bring you back home to yourself. Mm. We had a beautiful question that we want to ask all our guests, which is what do you that brings you back home to yourself so Liz do you want to answer that question yes I'll start so I think the first thing that comes to mind for bringing back home to myself is spending time in nature with my son Tully I had a little baby boy about seven and a half months ago and wow what a journey that is it's been absolutely incredible and amazing but it's also changed my life and what I'm capable of doing at work has changed a lot. So um, we'll have really busy days at work at Soul Cleanse with lots of meetings and a lot of masculine, heady stuff. And there's no better feeling than coming home at the end of the day and just grabbing my boy and going and laying on the grass in the front yard and hearing the birds and the trees and just being surrounded by greenery and taking that all in and landing back home in my body. So it's changed a lot since having a kid. I probably back in the day would have gone for a walk on the beach by myself or done breath work, but I just don't have that luxury anymore. So I have to find the little ways that I can infuse him in, yeah, that aspiration of coming back home to myself. Mm, I love that so much. I think, you know, that being outside and just lying on the grass is such an amazing way just to kind of sink back into your body and out of your head. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. So my answer to the question, the thing that I'm the most passionate about at the moment that I find as amazing tool is breath work. Mm -hmm. So I've been exploring this for, oh gosh, maybe 13 or so years, um, consciously using the breath to really reconnect with yourself. And there's so many different ways that you can do it. You know, if you're feeling anxious, there's calming breaths. I find for me, that especially around you know work I suppose that sometimes if I'm feeling just a bit scattered or I mean not not even necessarily related to work but just in I guess finding inspiration maybe or staying connected to my inspiration of expressing myself sometimes if I feel a bit maybe scattered or got too many ideas running through my head or too many thoughts um, I love doing a breathwork session that just helps me really sink back into the truth of myself people talk about you know breathwork being an access to higher consciousness and I feel like it's a way for me to really clean up the thoughts that I'm having and the messages that I'm getting so I can have a clearer I guess thought process or just a closer connection to what really feels true to me so yeah I love doing breath work for that mm. and also even if, if I'm just feeling emotionally a bit wobbly or you know need something to be experienced and released yeah that's the amazing thing about breath work is there's no dogma anyone can come to it and it's like finding and accessing your own truth yeah. not some version of the truth that someone said yeah absolutely it's a very yeah. personal journey. Yes, and it's different every time, and I love that it's a tool that we have access to anywhere, whenever we want. Mm -hmm. 
and we're very powerful people <laughs> and it's free and it's free. <laughs> the other question that we thought we might share with you, well, the, the topic we might share with you is around people's perceptions of us and how healthy we are or how perfect we are in relation to our health. So we thought we might just share the reality of what health looks like to us right now and what we're overcoming yes yeah um do you want me to go sure so right now as I mentioned having my little boy my health focus is managing stress for me like running a business and being a mom is a lot and I don't think that it should be taken very lightly I think you know we have to really stay on top of ourselves and make sure that we're not taking on too much. But yeah, that's just something that I'm working through personally is managing stress. So I don't want to put myself out there and pretend that I'm perfect and I'm floating around in a flowy dress like a goddess, just happy and breathing all the time. Like I face stressful situations and face stress in my life. And I think that's a big journey for me right now is just managing what I can do mm. now so what does that look like for you at the moment looking after your health do you have any non-negotiables or things that you do every day actually it's just saying no to things because mm. I like to do a lot and I am very capable and I love work and I want to do so much and be social and do all the things that I used to do but learning to say no mm. learning to not socialize on the weekend when I really just need some downtime mm. is a big one even though you feel the guilt of wanting to uphold a social life, it's, yeah, you got to say no when you know inside that it's the right choice for you. Mm. Well, what it's a very, very important lesson from motherhood journey. I yeah, think. it's not very glamorous right now, <laughs> but it's the truth. <laughs> oh, for me, um, so I'm a solo parent with a almost eight-year-old and so I probably have a little bit more time on my hands than this, but it's still with a child around a lot of the time and we had a little little joke in the Soul Cleanse headquarters the other day about you know some of the content that we put out with these restful scenes of people cleansing with you know doing their morning routine and it's all very very peaceful and harmonious but the reality in my house is that I my sort of health routine that I stick to as close as I can consistently is getting up in the morning and doing a little bit of breath work and a little bit of um, yoga or some kind of movement. Um, But it doesn't really look very glamorous in my house because usually my daughter comes and sets herself up at the end of my yoga mat with her breakfast or some picture that she's drawing and bothers me as I'm doing my yoga to show me different things and ask me questions. and, And I've got my young puppy as well that comes and is licking my face and jumping up on me and so it's (laughs) I guess as Lissa is saying you know it's finding those moments of real life not thinking that looking after your health has to be a certain way it can be just finding these moments in our busy lives and Mm. you know like you our lives are also busy and you know another funny thing that happened to me I remember being at a um, little gathering once and I think it was Christmas and there was lots of chocolate on the table and I have a, a bit of a weakness for high quality chocolate <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I was eating chocolate and someone said you know I, I reached for it and, and then someone else straight after me they, they grabbed a bit of chocolate 
oh, well, if Miriam's eating, that means that I'm allowed to. And she had been watching me and monitoring what I was eating and, oh, and thinking that if I ate it because, you know, I own Soul Cleanse and that must mean that I'm super healthy all the time, then that's okay. So I guess, you know, it made me laugh because, yes, health is really, really important to mm-hmm. me, but I'm most certainly not perfect. You know, if anything, I would say the 80-20 rule would apply. Yeah. To me, to me when it comes to health and you know at home I eat pretty healthy so when they go out I like to be decadent mm. and I guess we just want to share that with our customers because we're certainly not striving for perfection we no. you know we do the best that we can and I guess overall for me health at the moment is what can I do that makes me feel really good and trying to really tune into how different things make me feel like if you know I know for me that drinking coffee if I drink coffee in the morning in the afternoon I feel really tired so Mm. trying to be really cognizant of that like the result of our actions and make decisions based on that rather than some sort of you know rules or yeah shoulds or shouldn'ts well we're aiming for balance and sometimes balance is eating chocolate at Christmas. Oh, absolutely. So it's a chocolate. I think <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> it's more unhealthy to have this like really restrictive view of your health and you can't do anything. Like that's gonna cause you stress and mm. that's not gonna be fun. So I don't know. I think having a little bit of chocolate from time to time is a big part of the absolutely. picture of balance. Yeah. And then I guess it also comes down to quality of yeah. you know, quality of our choices when we're like pana chocolate. Yes, or loco love. Do you want to sponsor the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so I hope, yeah, I hope, hope that sort of gives you guys a better idea of yeah. who we are around that picture and what we're aspiring to, but also the realities of what real life looks like, like you, mm-hmm. you know, we also deal with children and work and pets and stress. And yeah. stress. yeah. Another thing that we thought we might share with you is what we're both um, really interested in in at the moment because Mm. it's likely that this is going to pop up in the podcast. So it might give you a little idea of what you might expect in the coming months and, yeah, again, just a little insight in who we are and and what we're being lit up by. Yeah. Do you want me to go first again? Sure. You're doing <laughs> such a great job. Okay. Um, so I think for me, continual study is a massive part of my life and it's something that my partner's reflected back at me a number of times and I didn't realise that that wasn't necessarily normal to always be striving and studying and interested in learning more, very curious mind. Mm. Yeah, I'm always studying something or developing some aspect of myself and at the moment I am studying a program called Czech which is corrective holistic exercise kinesiology developed by Paul Czech who is a wizard we'll say (laughs) that at least he's phenomenal and basically this whole system of looking at the body and of coming back into alignment of the Czech system is viewing the body as a vehicle for consciousness so Mm. yeah it's pretty powerful so people go to the gym and they work out their muscles and they don't realize how that's affecting the emotions or how the emotions affect the physical body and how mm. integrated that whole system is. I think it's something that we talk about all the time, but this is the first time that I really 
dived in and studied on a scientific level, peeling back all the layers of how everything's connected from our thoughts, our breathing, our emotions, what we put in our body, what water we drink, everything, everything affects our health. And it's this massive, massive body of study and I'm only just scratching the surface, but I can already see what it's going to be able to bring soul cleanse. So I'm really excited to continue to share everything that I'm learning in that system and see how it um, manifests out in the business as well. Ooh, I'm excited to see what what comes out of that. Yeah. Yes. What about you? Well, I guess I'm interested always in humans and wellness. Mm-hmm. I am um, at university. I studied psychology, and I guess even going back further, I've always loved thinking a lot about why people are like they are, and yeah, just questioning why people behave the way they do, and. It's just always been really fascinating to me. And yeah, I suppose in, in more recent years, I've been really interested in spirituality and just growing as a person, I suppose, and learning more about relationships. Relationships is super fascinating to me as well. Um, I've done a lot of work with mentors over the last few years, just really deep diving into myself and just learning so much about humans and emotions and sexuality and all the juicy human things so yeah I suppose that's that's really really my area of passion and I look forward to bringing lots of experts to the podcast to talk about all all those human evolution and growth Mm. aspects um and also with that there's always natural wellness sitting behind that Mm -hmm. because I guess our bodies and our health and our emotions and our spirituality and all those things are also intertwined as Liz said yeah I think that if you're not thinking clearly the way that you're going to bring yourself to all of these areas is going to be so much diminished or yeah diminished so much absolutely and the other I, I guess also like Liz I also love learning things and I haven't really studied anything as a course for quite a while and I've just been doing my breathwork facilitating mm-hmm. course and it re- really re-inspired me of how important learning is for me to yeah. just feel yeah I guess inspired by new things and I feel like it sort of created a bit of a momentum with you know once you're sort of inspired and learning things and other things come into your sphere mm-hmm. like this podcast yeah. so that's been really exciting. We actually did a little bit of breath work before we started just mm-hmm. to bring ourselves back into our body before speaking. So, And when we have meetings at Soul Cleanse, Miri will often take us through breath work before we start and so the team will get that experience and know that it's really important to us to mm-hmm. walk the talk too. Mm. Um, and then I guess a little something about Soul Cleanse as well. We thought we would share with you a little bit about our partnership between each other mm-hmm. and what we each bring to Soul Cleanse because I'm sure that most of you, or if not all of you, don't really know the roles that we play in Soul Cleanse. We thought it would be fun to do this by talking about each other mm-hmm. instead of having to talk about ourselves. You so, can talk about me first. Okay, I'll go <laughs> first this time. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness, there's so much that I love about Liz and what she brings to Soul Cleanse. Um I guess just quickly about the way that we work together that we often say to each other, you know, we have so many similar values and our outlooks on life and what we want are so 
beautifully aligned you know so often we'll have something that we've been thinking about and then we'll talk about it with each other and the other person's been thinking the same thing like in terms of business direction or even our personal sort of direction so we've been super super blessed with the real alignment with all of that and also beautifully blessed with the fact that our skill sets that we bring to soul cleanse are really really different so what I love about Liz is she's got a really clear head and a really strong sense of what needs to be done and the sense of what's right and a real like clarity and also strong intuition that she feels very certain about which is yeah really inspiring to work with and witness and oh my gosh I feel I've I've written a little list here but I feel like I'm gonna miss (laughs) miss so much of what she brings um also she is our branding genius so she when she joined Soulcleanse she really gave us a real overhaul and really drew attention to the importance of our beautiful branding and his constant this vision that she keeps bringing to life with Soul Cleanse and you guys get to share in that beauty and I love that I can trust her with that I just leave that in her hands (laughs) (laughs) and she's just amazing with refining and structure and the logistics of all all the things and she likes you know if if something needs to be better she'll know that needs to be better and she'll go and she'll figure out how to make things better like you know for example the way that uh, oh my gosh so many things but from our website to the way that we communicate our Oh, operations manual. She had a huge oh, revamp of that. <laughs> and, you know, how the orders are uh, sent through to the kitchen and how the delivery drivers get their routes planned and, and all those little bits and pieces, which are really, really not my forte. So I'm so incredibly grateful to have Liz come in and be able to refine and tweak things so they run super smoothly. Mm. I could go on for ages. Yeah. But- yours is so clear for me I think um what you said in the beginning about us being quite complimentary what I will say is that we're very yin and yang so almost where I hold the form I would say that Miriam is the visionary and that feminine aspect of dreaming and tapping into the consciousness of everything that's possible and plucking out these brilliant ideas that are magical and expansive is definitely your number one skill set. Thank you. I almost feel like every single week Miriam's got this fresh idea or vision or some brilliant genius of how we can help people. And it's a real skill because I do believe that it's tapping into a higher consciousness and you've got a clear channel to be able to do that, which is quite beautiful because then someone like me who is very analytical and uh, more structured and maybe a little bit more masculine when it comes to work (laughs) can come in and take these beautiful, beautiful visions and figure out how we can make that work and how we can really impact people's lives. So I couldn't do what I do without you because there would be no vision and you couldn't do what you do without me because it may not happen. Implementation. (laughs) (laughs) Or do it once and then be done. So it's, it's a really beautiful partnership we're both very creative and we both also Mm. have analytical parts of Mm. us like uh, they're just different and they blend together really beautifully 
Yes. We've been business partners for five years. Is that all? Maybe six. Oh, I'm not sure. It's been a while. Mm. But we have very, like as Mary said, if if one of us is feeling a certain way about like where the business is going or how we're feeling, if we speak it to the other person, the other person's always feeling the exact Mm. same way. We've, yeah, got a very beautiful flow. Mm. Almost a telepathic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Miriam is the magic, the feminine goddess magic of soul cleanse. That doesn't make you the masculine magic. Oh, no, <laughs> still very still feminine. The feminine. <laughs> You're the other feminine yeah. mystic Just magic. Different. Just different. So, yeah, on I guess in that same direction of soul cleanse and learning a little bit more about us and what we bring to the role, we also thought we'd share our backgrounds and what brought us mm. to where we are today. You can go first again. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. So I guess going right back because a lot of what I've brought to soul cleanse, especially in the beginning, were the recipes. So I really love working with food and when we talk about being intuitive, for me, my all the recipes come to me from consciousness I suppose I often just stand still and the ideas and and what needs to be in things just drops into my head um I think it's one of those processes that happens so naturally to me I don't realize that it's actually something unusual or or a gift so yeah so all your recipes are channeled (laughs) (laughs) but that started you know as a kid my mum my mum has been super healthy into organic food and whole foods ever since I was little and I used to always ask her if I could create recipes and she would you know make me think through you know what's going to make it stick together what's going to make it rise and so really gave me this foundation of how to put together food and and why things are used in recipes and she's a nutritionist right? she's also a nutritionist yeah, yeah. She, she wasn't at that point in time but she's she basically you know, had the knowledge of a nutritionist, just not the formal studies as a child when I was a child. But, yeah, she's just been super inspirational. She still is. The The food she cook, cooks is so incredible. So I guess the food thing sort of started from there. And then when, at uni, like I mentioned, I um, studied psychology and I really, really, really loved it. And I kind of always thought that I would put the two together somehow. I thought maybe I'd do like a master's in the effect of food on your mood which was pretty creative thinking, I think, back there. It's like almost 20 years ago now. So mm-hmm. obviously we all kind of know that now, but back then it wasn't super well known. But I didn't end up doing that. But instead, I guess I'm bringing that through in Soul Cleanse in some way. And I remember also stumbling across this recipe book by a woman who was a health coach, again, about you know, close to 20 years ago and I just thought that would be so amazing and it's so funny to see the industry, what it's turned into now because back then there's really no such thing as a health coach and, I mean, how I, I was like, how would you even advertise because how would people even know about you because that was really before Instagram <laughs> or Facebook. <laughs> or Facebook, really. Well, so um, that's just sort of been humming away for a while, I suppose, and then I also went on and studied I've got a diploma in remedial massage, so getting more into the physical side of things. And, yeah, and I, I felt, again, that, you know, I guess just psychology and just massage, there's that piece missing, which is the coming together of of both of them. And and then, yeah, Soul Cleanse just sort of evolved from an idea, just re- realising how amazing juice cleansing is for you and knowing that the service that we offer with, you know, doing the home-delivered cleanses wasn't, 
available in on the Gold Coast and cold pressed juice was just starting to get really popular. Yeah, just saw the opportunity of of bringing that service to this area. So we were the first um, cold pressed juice company on the Gold Coast. Yeah, so I suppose in the early days it was all just about figuring out the recipes and and the the sort of basic procedures and then so that that was a really big part of my role back then and and now it sort of evolved into a bigger company obviously and bigger services and yeah and I guess my interests have still continued to develop on the side around psychology and and you know the expansion of psychology into more holistic sort of um, modalities which I suppose for me it's just really important to be bringing that in you know, when people are doing a cleanse, it's not just about drinking the juice or eating the food. It's also about, you know, the the deeper layers of what we're doing here. And we really hope that, you know, that's what we can can share with you guys as our customers, that there's mm-hmm. this, this deeper level of processing that can happen that can also support your physical body while you're working on your emotional or even spiritual bodies. Yeah, I hope people feel that. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Oh, how far do we go back? <laughs> how far <laughs> do you pops garden? Yeah, back to my pops like garden. Pops garden. Yeah. So when I was a little girl, I would spend school holidays up at my pops house, my nana pops house up in Wollongong, and we would spend so much time down in his back vegetable garden. And I just thought it was so magical to pluck a tomato from a tomato vine. I just thought it was magic that you could pull a carrot out of the ground or dig up potatoes that a tiny little seed could create that and then we ate that we'd take it up to my nan and she'd cook something delicious and make us food from things that we'd grown with our hands and the soil and the earth and I didn't really realize it at the time as you don't when you're a kid but it imprinted deeply on me because I guess I've always kind of come back to that so When I was in school, I was always really good at maths, very analytical, very (laughs) systematic brain. I like patterns and um, things that are predictable. So when I left high school, I knew that I wanted to own my own business one day, but I didn't really know how that would come about. And yeah, when I left high school, I was really good at maths. So I studied commerce at university, which sounds a little bit flat and very different to what I'm doing now, but it eventually you know, came out in the end to where I am here. So I was studying commerce and I wasn't really feeling very aligned with what I was learning. It didn't really make my heart sing. And so I decided to go and study on exchange in San Francisco. And I was very luckily put into a very liberal university that had some really cool subjects about environmental economics and the political economy of food and hunger and I was so mesmerized by these subjects it was like putting the systems part of my brain together with the gardening and like growing food and the environment and I was starting to see like how these massive environmental systems happen on a global scale how food systems work how we're dependent on these third world countries for so many of the crops that we eat and I was just really lit up I was so inspired by it so I just kind of tucked that in my back pocket, graduated uni. I actually got a job in an accounting office and I lasted two weeks before I quit. (laughs) 
and I had minored in marketing as well at the same time at university. So I got out of accounting and decided that I was going to go and do some freelance work. And I started by interning at a couple of places in marketing and building up my skill set and teaching my th- myself things on the side. And then I started taking on clients, helping all holistic brands help figure out their marketing and their systems. And eventually I stumbled into Soul Cleanser's <laughs> pocket. I think I was your first employee that wasn't in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. So I reached out to Miri because I had such an amazing experience with Soul Cleanse and I was like, hey, do you need help? I'd love to work for you. And so I became your employee and I worked for you for two years. And I'm very multifaceted role in marketing yeah. and bookkeeping. <laughs> it's a very strange role. Left brain, right brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I worked for you for two years and then I became your business partner about five years ago, maybe six years mm-hmm. ago. And then in the business I really saw that my skill set could be helped in like setting up systems and processes but still within this space of working with food and produce and making our packaging more sustainable and, yeah, just figuring out how we can improve the business constantly. And at the same time, you know, we're always working with these beautiful organic farmers that supply us with this food. So really interested in seeing how we can close our loop with our produce And recently, about a year ago, just before I fell pregnant, I started doing, well, I completed a course in permaculture. So I did my certificate one in permaculture design. And I feel like permaculture has really brought home everything that I've learnt and brought it all together in a nice package. I've started to implement everything that I've learnt in permaculture at home in my garden and also because it is a, it's a system, it's like how you view society and how we can create a more permanent culture. That's what permaculture mm. stands for. So, you know, we can't just continue to rape and pillage the earth because we're going to be mm. left with no resources. We have to do this in a sustainable way. And how can we do that sustainably as a business as well? Mm. What can we do? How can we improve soul, clean, soul cleanse constantly mm. to be sustainable so that it can continue doing what it's doing mm. forevermore yes <laughs> so yeah that's a very long story but a <laughs> little final piece and I guess it's just wrapping up everything we've talked about already was what are your values just a, a relatively quick overview of your values just a quick one just a, <laughs> just a quickie <laughs> I've spent a little bit of time defining my values recently mm-hmm. as part of my check course mm. So I've got four main core values and the first one is health, which I think is no surprise. Mm -hmm. The second is connection. So that's not only connecting to other people but also having a deep connection to myself, coming home to myself, knowing myself, being in truth with myself and constantly refining that because that's Mm -hmm. a journey. The third one is family, Mm -hmm. obviously having my new little boy, my little family unit. And the fourth one is evolution, which is that inclination in me to constantly be studying and developing Mm -hmm. myself and deepening myself. And, yeah, I think that's part of being a human. We always are striving for the future. So I think it's almost hardwired in us to want to evolve. I think that's a big for me. Hmm. When we were talking about this before and this said hers very clearly and concisely and I was like, 
Uh-oh, now I have to rewrite mine so they're different because they're pretty much the same. <laughs> but that makes sense because as we'd already talked about, that our values are in alignment. So it makes sense that our values are very, very similar. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess it's become really clear for me and re- even more so in recent years how natural wellness is just such a pinnacle of importance for me. So health but done naturally in alignment with the earth also expansion and creativity so I really love that feeling of expanding myself so similar to what this was saying about learning and studying and evolving I really feel like I need to have that happening in some part of my life to really be feeling inspired Um, and also freedom is a big value it's a funny one because I'm learning more recently that sometimes discipline can create freedom but I love the feeling of being able to do what inspires me and move towards things that are interesting to me and also the freedom to travel and experience new things and the even the freedom of um, I love surfing so the the freedom of being in the ocean and experiencing nature and I guess, yeah, a little little sub-value would be the connection with Mother Nature and, mm. and really being outside and being in alignment with our beautiful earth. So I think that really wraps up our episode number one, a little, little insight into myself and Liz and maybe a little bit more about soul cleanse mm. and hopefully you've had a little bit of a taster of the kind of things that we might be bringing to life in now our next episodes and conversations with soul yeah i'm definitely looking forward to interviewing some guests and bringing some very cool topics into your ears how are you feeling after recording that i'm feeling good yeah i think it's going to be interesting to listen back (laughs) (laughs) this is a new skill for us so you're seeing it from the ground up (laughs) yes thank you for being here thanks for being a part of our journey too yes thank you and yeah hopefully we'll be in your ears again soon (laughs) thank you for journeying with us today we trust you received the wisdom shared in this episode If you felt the resonance of the conversation and think it will support other people, please subscribe, share this episode and leave a review. Importantly, before we go, we'd like to acknowledge country and the Bundjalung Nation that we are recording this podcast on. We have so much gratitude for the abundant land we live upon that nourishes and heals us and we hold deep reverence for the First Nations people that care for our country and for the wisdom they keep. May we be open to continue to learn and grow.